Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. And I guess we stepped in it yesterday. We got some hate mail. Yep, we got some hate mail. So around this time yesterday, we were discussing a story... Dev, where did you find this this story originally? It was in the uh, Kitchener record about a uh, novice uh, team uh, from Kitchener that beat a, a novice team from Cambridge 41 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Bunch of eight-year-olds Bunch playing of eight-year-old hockey. eight-year-old kids. And we were asking the question, should something have been done uh, before it got to the point where this team was losing 41 to nothing? We were asking out of concern for the kids. Obviously, uh, you know, that if, if you're a kid and... You lose by that margin, it may deter you from wanting to play hockey. And we were curious to hear from some hockey parents on that topic. Anyways, we received an email yesterday from someone associated with the Cambridge team. It says, we didn't get the email, actually. It was sent to Boss Brad, and then it was sent to uh, our head of communications in Toronto for Chorus Radio and the head of HR for Chorus Radio in Toronto. Wow. So it was not sent to us. (laughs) They went right over our heads. But uh, this is what the email says. I want to make you aware of an incident this morning with your London radio morning show, Team FM 96. These radio personalities embarrassed themselves, their radio station, and the city of London. Well, obviously, whoever wrote this doesn't listen to our show, because that's what we do every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Not to mention they embarrassed the Chorus Radio brand when they decided to make fun of eight-year-old kids as the topic of their morning show. There were many examples. I'm sure you record these and have a list. There were many examples. I can't tell you what any of them were, but there were many examples. Okay. Because they, these are eight-year-old kids that can't defend themselves, I will do it for them. What was described was a game our team played against Kitchener. We lost 41 to nothing. It's an unfortunate situation our team has found itself in early in the season. Most of our players are one year removed from playing cross-ice hockey at the house league level. As your morning talent seems to be uneducated on how this works, I'll explain. As recent as a few months ago, these kids didn't have a concept of positioning. We're skating once a week and learning the fundamentals. Now they find themselves playing teams that have been together for years on the ice anywhere from four to six times a week and sometimes twice a day. Yes, I know that we're overmatched. We're doing our best to keep their heads up and now we're getting significant ice time, amazing coaching, and we're getting better every day. We we obviously know that your team was not playing at the same level as the other team. We were discussing that on the air yesterday, and that was the whole question. If your team is not at the level as the other teams, then should you be finding teams that are at your level to play against? Yeah, and w- at what point does the opposite team that's winning have a responsibility to hold back? This email continues. I find it disgusting that, in quotes, Adults on a radio station get their kicks by making fun of eight-year-old kids trying to do their best. We did not do that once. Really funny, isn't it? Where do you find these people? (laughs) I haven't heard such unprofessional behavior in my life. You should be embarrassed that this happened on your radio station, and I'm demanding a public apology. 
I've already heard from parents that the morning show comments have made it to our schools, and our boys are now getting bullied. Really? This is unacceptable. So we talked about this. Hold on. This email was sent at noon. So we talked about this at 7.30, 8 o'clock yesterday morning, and by noon, word had already gotten back that these kids were being bullied. I would love to hear examples from you about how the kids are being bullied. I feel bad if they are. I think that's disgusting. It's not warranted. And if they are being bullied, maybe it's just more evidence that this team should not be playing teams that are beating them 41 to nothing. Were they, I mean, they were bullied immediately then, I guess, because yeah. they were... For, so, so they got to school, and they were bullied, and then word got back to this guy who... Like they called home at lunch? Like kids who Before don't... Before lunch, they called home immediately and said, hey, we're getting bullied now. Kids who don't live in London, and because he, he's never heard of FM96, so a lot of like, a lot of people in, outside of the city, not familiar with the radio station, so they all listened to FM96, mm-hmm. immediately found these students, or these kids... Started bullying, bullying them, them. And then immediately that was informed to this guy, so he could immediately send the email. I like, find that very hard to believe. Anyways, if you have some stories, some specific stories about the kids getting bullied, tell us about them. Uh, we've already contacted local news outlets as well as other personalities to share our story. We will not let this go. Hey... We shared your story yesterday. We went to the phones. I I would say 95% of what was on the air were people who seemed to care about these kids and encouraged them in their situation. I would even go higher. I think 100% of the conversation was for the well-being of the kids. The disagreement was over what's best for them. But no one, like, the whole thing was cordial. People had just different ideas on what's the best way for these kids to enjoy playing hockey and to continue to enjoy playing hockey tomorrow, next week, the month after that, and the year after that. We even had one of the parents on the air, one of the parents of one of the kids who plays for this team called in. I didn't care at all. And the boys all came off smiling. They all had fun. Yeah. Last year, these boys played on half ice with no experience. So the fact that they are even on this team, they are so proud of themselves to just have that team feeling. And honestly, we're just proud of them for trying their best and trying to keep up and just keep going on the ice every time. It was not a biased thing. We had both. (laughs) There's not even two sides. Everyone cared about the kids. We had parents call in. We put them on the air. It's not like we were trying to make these people look bad. We were curious to know more about this situation. And if you want to contact other local news outlets to share your story, why don't you start with Kitchener Kitchener Record. Record. That's where the story originated. I would uh, actually encourage them to contact other media outlets so they could uh, not call FM96 a local radio station. (laughs) Hockey is an amazing sport. This goes on. Hockey is an amazing sport that we as Canadians love to play. It's not always about how many goals are scored, but the relationships made and genuine fun these kids are having. We're doing our best to support our kids as they learn, and mornings like this are so against what they're trying to do. I look forward to your reply. This is our reply. Mm -hmm. And we love hockey. We love kids who play hockey. And we were talking from a place that focused, we thought, on both those things. I don't know. If if you're going to accuse someone of making fun of eight-year-old kids, 
Provide examples. Yeah, and by the way, we have a podcast. It's online. You can re-listen sure. it, and then because I, I feel like there's there is a, a case going on in radio where people are half listening, or they hear one thing, or then they talk. Somebody's talking about it off there, and and the, the story builds yeah, to, to something that didn't actually you're right, happen. Jim. I wouldn't be surprised if this guy either didn't hear any of the conversation we had yesterday, or he heard a portion of the conversation yeah. and rushed to judgment or he heard about the conversation we had secondhand. And and we, we have we have a tone the way that we do our, our show. We talk about a lot of things and we try to keep it light and fun as possible, right? As if we're going to jump on the air and make fun of eight-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing. I None of us are because I, I don't think we did anything wrong. If you disagree, sir, uh, instead of uh, going above our heads and trying to rat us out to our bosses, I encourage you to call us here in the studio, 519-643-9696, or email us, like Dev said, with a list of examples, things we said on the air yesterday that were so horrific when it comes to these eight-year-olds. Well, the phone's ringing here. Hi, who's this? Yeah, just in response to this guy's uh, letter to you guys, mm-hmm. if, if these eight-year-old kids are being bullied at school, don't you think that that's the bigger issue to be dealing with rather than what's being said on a radio station? We and didn't say we didn't say anything to encourage and, well, and these kids it. to get like, bullied. We just talked about the the news story that appeared in this uh, Kitchener newspaper. And that's just it. I listened to the whole thing yesterday, and we were all supportive to the, those kids. There was nothing bad or negative said to those kids or towards those kids at all. So I have no idea this, where this guy's coming from. And if he's saying that these kids are being bullied now, then bullying needs to be taken care of. That's, right. that's, the, that's the issue here. 100%. And this guy sending you this letter is actually bullying you guys. I don't I wouldn't call this bullying. I understand he's frustrated and he's probably getting it from the parents. He's getting it from different angles here. So he's got to be frustrated, but we're not the ones who caused the situation, right? No, definitely not. Let's talk about this uh, big party that's not happening over at the Phi Gamma Delta fraternity house tonight. <laughs> Dev had this story in his news. A flyer was going around the neighborhood. Fiji's Monster Bros in Minimal Clothes Halloween Party. Oh my goodness. Good start, boys. <laughs> Who doesn't want to go to a party full of Monster Bros and Minimal Clothes? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Event information. The Lambda Omega Chapter of Phi Gamma Delta, Fiji, at Western University is proud to present their annual Halloween party. Dress up and get ready to party with Western's most anticipated night. Booze will be provided... Bring your own condoms. Whoa. (laughs) 17-plus for females, 19-plus for males. Wear Kent Street, London, Ontario. Admission costs $10, includes alcohol. Requirements, 17-plus for females, 19-plus for males. And then there's a map uh, pulled off of Google Maps (laughs) so you know how to get to the Monster Bros and Minimal Clothes. Bash. Now, the... Fraternity says that somebody took it upon themselves to make this invite, and there's not actually a party going on there tonight. Yeah, they, they deny there's a party. They deny that they have uh, sent out this flyer. They've called the flyer offensive, and uh, it's uh, offering up illegal activity and something they would not be involved in. Is the offensive part 
the what's the what's the offensive part? The seventeen plus females, because there are Western students who are seventeen, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if they're serving booze, you can't serve booze to someone who's under seventeen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can't if someone's under eighteen. Do you really want to encourage them to show up wearing minimal clothes yeah, to your house? It's very sketchy. Probably not. Looking at this flyer, looks pretty low budget. Uh, one color is like just black and white, so it's not it's not done up nicely. The graphic design is not something I would expect from a a millennial. You'd think they'd have better computer skills than this. <laughs> this looks like something like like somebody in the office makes for the potluck. <laughs> exactly, like it does not look good. You've been to a lot of college parties, Jim. Does this look like a fake to you? This this looks incredibly real to me. Um, just cause it's, yeah, yeah. It, lo- it looks like uh, how much more do you need? Like all you need is a time and place. And so if- do you think then, would you suspect that it's possible that they were going to have a party until somebody found one of these flyers and now they've had to cancel it? Oh, for sure. And you say they found it offensive. No, no, they did not find it offensive. Maybe they did. I can't say for sure, but I will say this this did in their defense this did happen to me in college once where somebody who didn't live with us s- printed off a bunch of flyers saying there was a party at our place was there a party there was but we didn't print the flyers this was this guy was just a douche who was friends with some of the guys I moved in with that year I didn't know this guy before the year he lived on the couch for like the first couple days. We thought he was going to move out. He didn't. <laughs> the old couch guy. And got then creative. the first weekend back, it was like the welcome back party. He printed all these flyers out. This party was massive. He put them all around. Why the did co- he do that? He just wanted the d- party to be bigger. He wanted to be the man. I think he just wanted to be like he was. Hey, like, ladies, come to my party. That would, sort of. He guy. had them all printed out at the library, and he was handing them out in the halls and posting them up. So he was like the guy, and we're like Parker. The cops are going to come. They did come. Ruin the party. Ruined the, well, it was still a great party, don't get me wrong, but the cops <laughs> put some guy's head through a window of our sunroom. It, would, it got out of control. That because sounds awesome. Of, well, I, this is why you don't hand flyers out, too, because... Well, the fact flyers were... I mean, it would not surprise me if people were dumb enough to say, you know, come up, come here underage and, and we'll party. But the idea, like, the idea you would put these flyers out in the neighborhood... And then have to then almost immediately say, this is not us, just seems weird. It's stupid. And in high school, we knew that you couldn't sell booze. Like, cost $10. So they put on there, includes alcohol, which is really dumb. You're just asking for the cops to come. You charge $10 for admission, and then people can help themselves, right? $10 (laughs) for the cop, which is ridiculous, too. (laughs) Also, the internet. This is the other case. Yes, this is the other case that makes me believe that these guys weren't actually going to have this party or they didn't make this flyer. Anyways, why would they? Just make a Facebook group. Make a Facebook group, go online, post something on Instagram, send text messages. Flyer is not the way that the young people are communicating these (laughs) days. It's just, it's not funny or provocative enough for me to think it's fake. It's just stupid. I don't know. Monster bros in minimal clothes. Pretty funny. (laughs) I may spin by just to see if it's actually happening tonight. (laughs) Take my shirt off. Go up. Ring the doorbell. 19 plus males minus 40. Also, there's a a gap. (laughs) (laughs) Must be over 17 and under 40. We should send you, Jim, tonight. Oh, my God. Strip down and go ring the doorbell over at the uh, Phi Gamma Delta house. I I guarantee I will show up with minimal clothes. (laughs) That I can promise. I don't know if they'd consider you a monster bro, though.
Are you ready, Jim Kelly? I think so, Taz. Here we go. It is Halloween, and every year we like to try and push the limits of Halloween jokery. (laughs) Jim Kelly currently holds the world record Mm -hmm. for most Halloween jokes told in 30 seconds. He is now going to try to break that record, which sits at seven. Seven. Now, these are all original. Anybody can Google jokes and then read them fast. Anybody mm-hmm. can. But it takes a f- special person to write terrible jokes themselves. And I would say that you are a very special person. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> they may not be good, but you made them up by yourself. They may not be good, but they're quick. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Seven is the current record. You are going for eight Halloween jokes here. I've got 30 seconds on the clock. On your marks. Get set. Go. What UFC fighter is up to no good on Devil's Night? Who? Connor McAgger. How did JFK decorate the White House for Halloween? How? With Jackie O'Lanterns. Who takes you to hell on social media? Who? The Grim Creeper. Which rock star is the biggest fan of Michael Myers? Who? Slash. What do you call a dead Brit pop star? Who? Mausoleum Gallagher. How do you know Dracula smokes weed in bed? How? Because he's coughing. How come the skeleton didn't need a towel? What? Because he was bone dry. What sound does a witch make when she flies? I don't know. Broom, broom. What does the what was a pumpkin's favorite sport? What? Squash. What is a sassy girl's favorite horror movie? Oh. The, what was the one I didn't understand I there? I don't know. How come the skeleton didn't need a towel? Why? Because he's bone dry. Okay. That and was from my friend AJ. I did get help on that one. My friend AJ gave me one. And what was the last one you didn't get to the punchline, but set it up and, and follow um, through on it? Oh, what was the sassy girl's favorite horror movie? The Thang. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> the Thang. And the sequel? Ain't no thang. <laughs> Add them up. What do we get? Nine, brother. Not You smashed I, it. This is a Halloween miracle. Do you have any leftover jokes? I have I have three leftovers. Um, these are the worst ones for sure. Uh, what's the scariest horror movie for lazy people? What? The Exercise. <laughs> <laughs> What did the what did the gremlin do at the celebrity party? What? Ah, it's a bunch of hobgoblin. <laughs> Instead of hobnobbing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one's that was a uh, was a stretch. This one's also terrible. Uh, what do you call an AI robot vampire? Megabyte. <laughs> what? Okay, megabyte. Because it's like a computer term. Yeah. And also vampires bite people. No. I feel like that would be a bad movie title. Megabyte? Megabyte, and it's like a robot vampire. It would be a fun. Like Sharknado. Or like a robot vampire dog, and it's like a CGI kind of kids movie. Megabyte. Megabyte. Yeah. Yep. Why doesn't uh, sci-fi have Vampire Nato or something on Halloween? What do you mean? I don't know. Just put out a stupid movie about vampires and tornadoes in Halloween. Oh, Vampire Nato. <laughs> I thought you meant National Trade Organization. No, yeah. Vampire Nato. Not an organization. Or North American Trade, whatever it is, whatever it stands for. I mean, what's his face needs the work still. I mean, uh, the guy that was uh, Ian Ziring. Ian Ziring. He's got to have. Uh, I mean, I'm sure his schedule's free. I think Luke Perry's got more of a vampire look to him. You should get Luke Perry and Vampire Just bring Nato. back the entire original cast of 90210. <laughs> throw, throw some fangs on them and put them in a tornado. I'd watch that. <laughs> uh, 
when your blood is pooling? Who's got two thumbs and will start drooling? This guy, don't try to hide. I want to suck your blood. You're going to give me your blood. You're going to give me your blood. Oh, I want a whole lot of blood. I want a whole lot of blood. I want a whole lot of blood. My teeth are growing because your neck is showing. Let me dig in and get the red stuff flowing. Don't try to hide. You're going to give me your blood. I want to suck your blood. You're going to give me your blood. I want a whole lot of blood. I want a whole lot of blood. I want a whole lot of blood. down inside Transylvania down inside woman you'll bleed wait for it wait for it blood I want a whole lot of blood. I want a whole lot of blood. 